Okay, welcome to another episode of the Valley Boys. I don't know what it is, 21-22. No one gives a shit. Join with us is uh, our my stupid sidekick slash assistant, Brandon Collins. He's over there in his, what is that, a sex dungeon? Some kind of registered pervert lair? Yeah, you've been there before, many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not getting into that because I am so sick of everybody thinking that we are a homosexual couple. Not that I have a problem with people thinking that. It's just it's not true. That's not us. And you keep perpetuating that. So knock it off. Who cares about Brandon? Join with us. We've got comedian, one of my favorites, Jessica Kirsten. Jessica, I'm you're sorry about Brandon. Laugh. You're already making me laugh. Like I just laughed like four times, which is very rare. <laughs> Good. Well, you know, everyone's standards are lowering for the, because of the quarantine. <laughs> That's true. It's spread out. Everyone's, uh, man, everyone's got the, the COVID-19 these days, you know, getting a little frisky in the DMs. You getting any of that going? <laughs> Sometimes guys send me a dick pic, but you know, and then there's like always a straight girl who's like, you're my inspiration. I'm like, who cares? Like, just leave me the fuck alone. I can barely function. <laughs> I don't care if I'm your inspiration. I should be no one's inspiration right now because I'm barely getting out of bed. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's doing a lot better than some of these people. Uh, I can safely say that no one has ever reached out to me and say that I'm an inspiration. And uh, like, <laughs> I'll here confirm I am that. drinking at... 3.30 in the afternoon. We always, we like to get a little drunk when we do this because um, we're disgusting. Well, Brandon is. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually nursing the hangover right now, so I'm doing the responsible thing and uh, rehydrating here a little bit. I can't get over that garage. For those that can't see it, he's got uh, some dildos everywhere. There's some chains hanging from the ceiling. Uh, wh- like, gross, dude. At least, you have, well, at least you have a light on. I don't know if that's well, a good thing for us. Well, we didn't have any of that stuff until you came over. You uh, you spruce the place up a little bit with some of your toys. Uh, putting it all back on me. Yeah, I'm absolutely. glad that we agree that it's you. Uh, anyway, on you and you, <laughs> Jessica. Um, if it's all right, uh, your brother's doing pretty good. He's got that new. He's got that <laughs> new Netflix show. What is it called? Uh, where he goes around the world and he's uh, you know being being Zach. You know, what's that show called? No, Brandon, he doesn't Brandon, have what am I thinking show. of? Brandon, that show where he travels around, you know, Zach uh, Galifianakis, your brother. No, that's not him. It's, and it's Galifianakis, but that's not, that's not my stepbrother. Oh, so Zach. Oh, I remember your brother now. He's the guy, uh, teen heartthrob. Um, Zach, he was in Saved by the Bell, right? Zach Morris? No, 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 no. He was never in Saved by the Bell. He was... He did movies early on, like when he was a kid, but he was not in that show. I, are you sure it's not Zac Efron? I'm pretty sure your stepbrother is Zac Efron. I no, no, know. I would absolutely know. If it were Zac Efron, I, he would have turned me straight if he were my stepbrother. <laughs> Zac Braff is your brother. Yes, oh, yes. Okay, I knew it was one of the Zacs, and there's only three, so. <laughs> I know, I was trying. Can you think of another? I can't even think of another one. Those are the three. Uh, there was a kid down the street named Zach, you know, the rat tail kid, <laughs> dirty face all the time. It might have been your brother, actually. Um, no, he didn't. He doesn't have a dirty face. No, well, not anymore. You know, he cleaned up and he, uh, you know, he made yeah. that one movie. Didn't he play? There was a Zach on the L.A. Kings. Wasn't he a hockey no, player? No, no, he's not an athlete. He was like a theater kid. Uh, okay, I don't know. Yeah, and he's not that tall. He's not. Yeah. Oh no, you dish in the dirt. What is he? Five six. No, no, he he is pretty. He's like six. What is he like? Five eleven, six feet. 
Oh, there's a big difference between the two. That's a that's a thing going around. I had to share five, one. Five seven. I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> right on. So Jessica, I wanted to ask you, how's your stand special doing? Um, nothing. I it it was it was it on. Aired and that was it. It aired once. This is what Comedy Central does. It aired once. I mean, it was incredible because it was produced by Bill Burr or whatever, and it came out amazing. But they only aired it once. So now I'm trying to put out clips of it. So oh, okay. do they let you do that? Great. I don't know. Like I, we're trying to see if they will because you have to find it. I mean, you have to get the app and then find the the special. So it's a little. It's not like Netflix. It's not the same thing. Right. Yeah. They don't. Uh, they wait a long time before they put it out on demand, don't they? At least yeah. that's what they do with Showtime. They do. They do it. It takes a long time, and I really want. I'm putting out an album of the special in September through all things comedy. Perfect. Um, so that's great. But I want to make my fortune. It. Oh yeah. It was audio. It, it, it. You'd be surprised. It does pretty well. Um. So September, you got that going, right? Yeah, that's coming out in September. Okay. And the clips. That's what brings people in. We don't have the attention span anymore. To, it's the clips. It's that five-minute mm-hmm. bit about something that brings people in. It's 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 wild. We just don't. That's how long stand specials are going to be in the future. I agree with you. I don't think they're going to be an hour. I prefer the half. I mean, mine was an hour, but I like the half-hour ones where I don't have to because I can't listen to people for very long at all. Yeah, I'm too self-involved. I can't. Well, Netflix I, released data on that. They said that people typically only watch the first 10 minutes and then it takes a nosedive in viewership. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. I never heard that. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing with YouTube. If you've ever had an hour long video, it does mm-hmm. that even with podcasts. Like by now, no one's listening. You know, they, <laughs> they branded talk and they shut it off. <laughs> Is that a plunger behind you or what's that big stick? Uh, let's see. This is That's uh... his donkey dildo. Yeah, it, it's uh... I want one. That's why I'm asking. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's Dave's favorite, you know, because I can go from uh, one end to the other all at the same time. Fucking gross. Right. gross. Well, you I can't. You guys are so not gay. I mean, do people really think you're gay? Yes, I, I know, ever... right? We're a couple of schlups, especially. Yeah. Now. He he just shaved here. his beard. He used to have a beard down to his tits, and now it's gone. <laughs> yeah, it still hasn't done anything for the looks department. I, I was. It, it was hiding my face. That's one thing I had going for me. But uh, uh, but Dave doesn't care about that. He loves me anyway. Not really, no. <laughs> I love it when you do things for me. Non-sexual things. <laughs> Before anybody starts with that, especially you. Uh, so you got yeah. a prank call album going too, right, Jessica? Yeah, I love to I, – I prank comics, which is my favorite thing. But now I've, it's, it's so hard to get motivated to do that shit. But I've pranked a bunch of comics. I pranked Krista Stefano as like a girl. Who I heard that. I that was so funny. It was. I was like, oh my god, I met you at a bar, and he like totally <laughs> believed. Was <laughs> he going along with it too? Oh my god, yeah. He's like, well, I have shows if you want. I'm like, yeah, we totally want to meet you. My friends are in from France, and they're really hot. And we want to go to your show. And he's like, oh, where did I meet you? <laughs> I'm so close with him. So I was, I really was, it was very hard for me not to laugh. Right. You got his permission before airing that though, right? Yes. I got everyone's permission. Okay. I would never. Yeah. And he's not getting in trouble. There's not a lady out there hearing that and saying, wait a minute. Cause he has a kid, doesn't he? He does. Um, yes. He had a kid with his ex and oh, okay. uh, yeah. So he's free yeah, to get those uh, DM girls going calling him up 
Oh my God. I mean, these guys, you guys, are you single? I mean, it, you guys rack them in. It's amazing. You know what it is? It's that blue check mark. Uh, you get one of those, and then your DMs are flooded with, uh, and you post pictures of a pool, and that's it. See, Brandon doesn't have either of those things. He's, he has one of them loser accounts. <laughs> well, Brandon could post a picture of that big stick behind him, and he might get a lot of action. Right, but none of the, none of the kind that he wants, you know? Yeah. But, hey, something's better than nothing. Prison rules, right, buddy? That's it's right. It's quarantine. You got to lower any, your standards. Any port in a storm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I love doing prank calls. That's what my album was. It was it was four prank phone calls. And oh, I have to hear that. I didn't even know you did that. It's my favorite yeah. thing. Well, I, I kind of I didn't really keep it a secret. I wanted to see if it would actually sell because I'm I was trying to get a deal going with a stand up album, an audio <laughs> album that I recorded. I've talked about it on this podcast a few times. People are probably sick of it. I don't care. Listen. So uh, I recorded the album. Like at this point, it's two or three years old and it's it's outdated. But I wanted to show people that I could sell, you know, because mm -hmm. of the Internet. And that stupid four track album was number one for a while on that billboard comedy. And wow. people still like that. That's what I'm saying. People still like prank phone calls. And the Jerky Boys. Um, I know. I got in touch with with uh, with him there. Uh, Johnny Brennan. He contacted me and he's releasing um, a new Jerky Boys album. Uh, I forget with who, and I don't want to say because it's not announced, mm -hmm. but uh, one of the bigger comedy labels is putting it out. My only issue with that is, and I'm not telling you, I'm not giving you advice or anything, but mm -hmm. I released it completely independently, and so I got 100% of the sales. I still get 100% of the streams. In fact, yeah. that's my only source of income right now, <laughs> is is streaming royalties. Uh, right. It's two years old, no one's buying it, but uh, and I keep 100% of it. I was in talks with making a deal with as one of the companies and they wanted 50% of it. Yeah, I know. That's the deal. And, and, and it's like, you know, they probably have a different deal for you, but for me, they weren't really going to put too much behind it. And mm -hmm. I'm talking about the standup album, not the prank phone calls, but the, the standup album, they weren't going to really advertise it in a way that would compensate for what I couldn't bring in myself. No, if you did it yourself and you're making money, why would you do it with anyone else? I don't, you right, know, there's yeah. no point. Everyone can retweet it for you and repost it and market it. I mean, we can do so much for each other now, comics. It's like that's what's going on. Yeah, I know. Thank you see God. That with with Showtime and uh, Comedy Central specials, where people, everybody jumps on board and tweets and retweets and posts and whatever people specials because there's it doesn't seem like there's a lot of advertising that goes into it. It's either you're you've got billboards all over sunset boulevard or nothing yeah it's crazy. i mean i had billboards and then it was just on once but i was on every single I mean, i'm not kidding in subways in new york and people were sending me pictures it was insane how much they promoted it that's a, that, see that's great that's what you're they're supposed to do and that's that's comedy central though yes so that's yeah they do they do it a little differently which is good Mm -hmm. And how did that feel, by the way, to see your face on everything and people tagging you and everything? It was it was very strange. But by that point, I guess, you know, now I'm in my 21st year. So it was my 20th year. I was like, you know what? I fucking deserve this. Like, I don't I know what happened. I was just like, I'm going to enjoy this because I always felt like, oh, I don't deserve this. I'm a piece of shit. You know, that's how I'm always, I'm very hard on myself. And I was started thinking about everything I've done and every gig and driving all over the country and traveling all over the world and the shit and no money. And I was like, I deserve this. 
and it, so it was really cool to see it because I did put in the work. Um, but I knew like, and then what happened was I went right to the Mall of America to that club. What's it of uh, the House of No? Laugh. Shit, I can't remember the name. But I'm in a mall. I went from looking at my billboards to like <laughs> a Thursday night with like 25 people in the audience in the Mall of America next to a Hooters. And so I'm like, it does keep you a little humble. Dressing. What? It keeps you a little humble. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what this business. I mean, this is keeping everyone humble now. Are you doing stand up anywhere? None. I haven't. I, I've. I thought about doing one of the Zoom shows, but I just can't bring myself to do it. It's hard enough to do a podcast this way, because uh, we used to be at this place called the Shit Shack. We have a network that has a mansion in Beverly Hills that they convert really? into a studio. Yep, and we drink all their booze and stay way longer than needed. And we call it a Shit Shack. They don't like that. We call everyone that works there a suit. And they don't like that because they're all in skinny jeans, Nikes, you know, it's a start. Yeah. And uh, so switching to this where I'm sitting here in my bedroom talking into a computer screen, it's 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 an adjustment enough. But I'm at the point where my back's to the wall and it's like, well, I, I can either do a Zoom show or n nothing. Because once the clubs open up, everyone's going to be piling in there trying to get their name on. I and know, especially in L.A. Fierce. Yeah, yeah. Like if you were in New York, it would be easier because there's so many places. Really? Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Because you're already established and you know probably know so many people in New York already, and that's really what it's about. Um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be like that. I mean, it's so it's it the Zoom the Zoom stuff is happening. I mean, people I think the clubs are starting to do some Zoom shows because they realize they're not going to be open. Right. To do now, some shows. some clubs yeah. have a live stream of it you know like they'll, mm -hmm. they'll have the comic on stage at the club and then stream it live i i, I would feel more comfortable doing that than i think i would too it. yeah the good thing with the zoom stuff is i do crowd work and i don't know if you do but i love looking at the boxes of people and i just go off on them the whole time so it's fun okay. for me because i'm yeah, like be put your fucking pants on you know like i'll talk to the people so that can be really funny to do crowd work That'd be awesome. By the way, Jess, I think I got a slight delay. I'm not trying to, I, I'm not interrupting you. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. But yeah, that would be, I would, I would want to do that. Um, for those listening, Brandon and I are thinking about doing a, a Zoom, a weekly Zoom, because I'm part of a Zoom where people pay and they watch and they, it's a bunch of comics. It's Mark Hayes' thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's got, uh, Ian Edwards is always there and it's a, it's a fun time, but uh, I want to do one with Brandon and it's just roasting. We roast each other. We roast everybody watching and you pay five bucks to get in. Yeah. I think that, see that I've done that. Like I produced a crowd work show and it was a lot of fun. And I've watched Judah do it. You know, Judah Friedlander online. I've watched mm -hmm. some people and I've been hysterical. I mean, like it's so funny. It's funnier than watching someone do it in a stand up club. So if you guys really? want to roast and do that on zoom, you you'll have a blast. Yeah, because okay. you see people up close. So it's so funny if you're good at that, because that's my thing. Yeah. It's like improv and crowd work. So I'd rather do that than jokes. Right. Yeah. I, uh, uh, it's, yeah, it's hard sitting here the entire time trying to pretend that I actually like Dave when, you know, I have to be nice to him. Yeah, Some we great. could just bust each other's balls and yeah. people would pay money for it instead of uh, diving deep into the podcast to hear it. 
I think you should. I, I'm enjoying you being mean to each other. I have to be honest with you. I don't I don't know the history of how you guys fell in love or what happened. We but. met in prison. <laughs> you did? Yeah. That would be oh, amazing. No. <laughs> That's just what we tell people. <laughs> I haven't been to jail for immigration listening, you know. Uh, I'm one of the good guys. On paper, I'm the perfect immigrant. I was telling Brandon this the other day. On paper, I am the perfect immigrant. In person, not so much. Buying yeah. cans, drinking them at... 3 p.m. in the alley you know they don't want that here in the alley yeah yeah my friend was like uh we need to get rid of the canadians because i know one who drinks steel reserve i'm off the steel reserve by the way that's the garbage beer that's the four loco of beers and four loco is the meth of alcohol but you know i'll <laughs> drink that and i'll eat frozen burritos uh and he's like look at that that's the filth that canada's bringing in but i'm yeah. paper, i'm perfect you know i pay my taxes i obey the law I'm, you know that's great mind my business where did you guys meet? Through comedy? No, through just online. That sounds weird. Yeah, yeah, that's why we tell people prison. It's a little less weird than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Prison Dave. is less weird. Dave was on the bottom bunk, and I saw him laying there one night, and I just couldn't take my eyes Stop off. I'm saying him. I'm on the bottom. Everything. I'm on the bottom. I'm not. I'm not bottom, Dave. You gotta <laughs> well, stop you, hashtagging no, that too. No, you were power bottom, Dave, and I took out the power bottom so it didn't sound as uh, severe. So you're just mm. bottom, Dave. It's friendly. It's, it's it's inviting. Literally. I'm, 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 I'm not enjoying this. Stop it. Stop it. Anyways, moving along. Let's <laughs> let's talk about uh, some of this uh, internet bullshit. So I'm not going to drop names, but about a year ago, me and some of the boys did a little bit of a cancel check on ourselves, you know, where you find your old tweets. And some of it, you would think we were all part of the Hitler youth, the shit that people were saying. Oh, God. We're talking like 2009, 2010, you yeah. know, tweets were very bad. And people know about the ones from Michael Ian Black and Patton Oswalt, not to single them out. The internet does that already. Cause back then that was the thing with the Gen X comics is they were trying mm -hmm. to be as dirty and disgusting and repulsive as they can. And that was the thing. It got like two likes, you know, yeah. it, it went under the radar, but now people are digging that shit up and flipping out about it. Um, and it, it sort of teetered off when you, when we did the cancel check sort of thing, you find uh, uh, comics tweets from 2009 up to about 13. And then it kind of, they, they stopped doing that because the climate changed. People mm -hmm. weren't as into those type of jokes and people moved on. And so did the, so did the comedians. And <laughs> that's what people are digging up now. And I, I noticed that happened with, with you, Jesse. It did. Someone, yeah. Someone's digging well, up some I, old shit. And I did a character. I do characters. And one of them is a black woman. I do an Asian woman, you know, I do a mostly a white girl and a white dude. And I do all, all kinds of my Jewish grandmother, all kinds of characters. And I had done a black woman making fun of Trump, but it's funny if you, it was dug up, it was four years old and I haven't done a video of that character. Cause again, like you said, times have changed and it, it, no one ever said to me, this is not okay. So if someone said to me, this is offensive, believe it or not, I would have looked at it and said, not worth it for me. Because um, it wasn't worth it. It's not like a big joke I did in my special or anything. And so when it was dug up, it just looked like me doing a black woman making fun of Trump. But it could have been, if you didn't know me and didn't know what I do, you'd be like, who the fuck is this white girl like, it looks insane if you don't know I'm a comic or that I do characters. So it was right. just put up. And then people went crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I saw that. And you had a very interesting point. 
about how it's typically white people getting offended on behalf of other people's uh, on behalf of other people. Yeah, no one wanted to hear that, but it is that is the fact with me. That is what happened in the beginning. Right, and then of course, you know, other people chime in and say, "Well, actually, I this offends me personally as a minority," and and I feel like it's one of those things where I'm just gonna I'm gonna comment on it because it 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 it's out there. It's it happened. So Megan Amram, I'm not sure if you know her, this brilliant mm-hmm. writer. She's huge on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, she's uh, she works on TV shows. Um, very funny, very liberal, consistently. She's mm-hmm. one of she's one of the good guys, you know. She had a tweet from ten years ago oh, that God. said, uh, "We can't call them Asian. Don't laugh, Brandon. We can't call them Asian. Uh, sorry, I'm butchering this. We can't call them retards anymore. We have to call them Asian Americans." <laughs> and <laughs> don't laugh, Brandon. <laughs> stop it. You right. Can't stop the dump truck. Sorry. Anyways, yeah, that's a that's a deep one. I mean, that's like a yeah. So glad dug that up. And she's done. They got her. They got Megan, one of the nicest, kindest. You you know, she's she's been involved with everything. She actually donates money to various organizations. When when was she done? Quote unquote. Like when did this happen? A couple months ago, and she hasn't tweeted since. She tweeted an apology, and everyone dogpiled on her. You go on her Instagram. I know everyone's dogpiling. Well, like. That was well, the other thing too, just like you were saying, like your, your video, for example, is four years ago. It was a different time and people accepted that in the realm of comedy. It's not like you're out mm-hmm. on the street corner, just doing it to be offensive. Yeah. You're not like and branded. The, yeah. It, shut up, Dave. And the, the fact that people look at that with like 2020 eyes and they're trying to bring something from the past into the present in order to crucify somebody, that's absolute bullshit. Yeah, I don't agree. I don't agree with doing that. But I mean, anyone can do whatever they want to. But I, I've always sure. had an issue with saying someone did something 20 years ago. I mean, it depends what it is. If they assault a child, that's a different thing. Right. I'm saying if there's proof, whatever, there's different layers. But to do a joke or do a character or whatever, I, I personally have always had an issue with canceling someone. I mean, this is serious shit. Like, I have four children. I have four daughters. I have one with heart disease. Like this is my livelihood. I'm the only one that works in the relationship. Like it's it's it was major. I really freaked me out. Like when it happened, I was like, "Holy shit, I'm done. That's it. I'm going to lose everything, everything I work for." And when I tell you, it I, I describe it to I was talking to the guys on like Legion of Skanks and whatever. It was like a hurricane came in. I, I like a tornado, I mean. It was like I couldn't even believe what was going on. I mean, I was getting hundreds of people like bullying me. That's and what it I is. got enraged. I was like, I'm not gonna say I'm a racist because I'm not. I'm not. So I'm not gonna say that. But I can say that I, I hear you. I get why it would be offensive to certain people. Um, but it's from four years ago and I don't, and then it was, it was, a. some people would not let it go. Like I had already talked to her. We worked it out. I talked to some people offline and there were some people on Twitter that were literally, they're like, well, I need to talk to you. I'm like, I'm not talking to you. I have nothing to say to you. You're, you're, it's, and it was, it, it was like very young, um, there were like three of them, young, white Jewish girls. I mean, this is what happened. I'm Jewish. Like, but I was like, why are you freaking out about like, it's okay. We talked about it. We're moving on. Go, go, 
attack someone else. I agree. Now, it isn't was, that white privilege? White privilege is dictating what other groups of people find offensive. That yeah. is privilege. And it's only white people doing that. Now, here's the weird thing. Remember, we were talking about the whole cancel check. I was squeaky clean because I joined Twitter in 2012 and I started as an SJW. I was one of those annoying fucks that were, you know, I, I still do it, but yeah, I, still I, I scaled it back. But uh, back then, you know, I was doing it before. I'm like a SJW hipster, you know, I was, mm -hmm. I was into it before it was cool. And then it, then it became ruined because I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with doxing yeah. people and, and dogpiling and there is a such thing as a fucking joke and i'm one of those people that when it comes to comedy it's either all okay or none of it's okay i'm and the I'm same not way. saying you can be racist because if you're a racist comedian you're not going to be getting shows you're not going to get booked anywhere mm -hmm. but it's your right to go up and do it because it's, there mm -hmm. is a difference between telling a shitty joke and going out and doing something horrible the way brandon always does <laughs> well it is like where is the line I mean, I, I, I freaked that, yeah. out when it happened. I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do characters now? How am I going to do this? I mean, it's like, and I can't do comedy and watch everything I say. I can't do it. I, I, I won't be a comic. I can't, it's, I won't be funny. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I can't worry about what every single person thinks about what I say. Well, Jess, I got to tell you, the pendulum always swings the other way. So right now we're in a phase uh, where, at, like, if you farted on a dog 15 years ago, they're going to come, the animal rights are going to come and they're going to show up with pitchforks. So now it's going too far to the point where you're creating yeah. a demand for the off the wall, you know, the blue comedy, whatever you want to call it. And that is what's going to prevail in the end. That's what everyone I think. It keeps going every, back and forth. Every comic forth. has said that to me. They, and I and they were honestly the whole comedy community. I mean, not ever obviously, but a ton of people came and defended me. And they were like, "Are you kidding me? She's the nicest, kindest person. She's also like middle aged, gay, Jewish, heavy. Like, it's not. I'm not the typical person. Like, I'm I'm a minority. Meaning, like, I'm not the the uh, like the entitled white girl. You know, I've had a lot of discrimination myself in my life. Of course, especially being with women, especially being gay. So, gay and Jewish. I mean, historically, those are two very oppressed it, groups of people. People, I say people hate us too. They just, they just um, care about Jerusalem. I always say that. Like these, these Catholic people are like, you know, we need to protect the Jew. No, you need to protect Jerusalem because that's where Jesus was. Right, exactly. And that's yeah. the whole thing with the, with the, with the, with, you know, America taking the side of Israel is it has nothing to do with anything except that's what their base wants because they're they're heavily Christian. And that's, you know, well, that's where the that's where Jesus shit his diapers when he was a kid. You know, so that's uh, that's what we have. Protect been that. There? No. Oh, my God. Half Jewish. So, it, uh, you know, I got to tell you, I did shows there and I I had no idea that it was so. I mean, it was like where the Last Supper was and all this. I had no idea. I'm so clueless, but it was very Jesus heavy. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. you got you got to remember too. It's a it's a big tourist attraction to people mm -hmm. coming to, to see. Where did Jesus take a dump? Where did, like where was his favorite place to <laughs> fart on a dog? You know, and so they they marketed that way. And I, I hate to say it, but it's true. It's all it's all it's like Disneyland. You know, <laughs> Disneyland for for Jews and Christians. There were a ton of tchotchkes. I mean, everyone was selling like little shit, like little Jesus. Exactly. I mean, it was really, it was worse. It's like the Mickey Jesus. Mouse ears without the ears, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And but meanwhile, like a lot of those religious Jewish people don't accept me. I'm a sinner in their eyes. So it's just. Isn't that the weird dichotomy where you can't, no matter what you do, you can't please everybody uh, yeah. or anybody. And it's weird when you go into comedy, it's the same, it's the exact same thing. You'll have, you'll find your audience the longer you do it. Um, and that's, by the way, just so you know, a lot of our audience is aspiring comedians. They're constantly asking me for advice. And I'm like, well, here's what I did. So you should do the opposite because it, you know, it hasn't worked out for. Because <laughs> you're in your living. I'm in my walk-in closet. That's how great things are going. <laughs> yeah, my- that's what 20 years gets you. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. Look. I'm in my walk-in closet. Hey, you have a walk-in closet. You know, that's a... Yeah, I bought a house right before the world and like is ending now, so... Oh, yeah? You bought a house? Where do you... Where in New York? You live You live in New York, right? Yeah, I moved to Long Island um, nice. years ago because I got stuck in a relationship. And I'm from New Jersey, so now I live like an hour from my family, which is good. Oh, it's, okay. That's right, yeah. Garden and I'm State, here to see. Directed yeah. by Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said Jalifanak. What'd you say? <laughs> Golfanakalix. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he's cool. doing great. He's in his mansion in LA and he you know. Well yeah, he 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 took off and it's it's shitty. Like um I keep uh oh hang on a minute. This meeting will end in ten minutes. Move the forty minute. Oh that's okay. Well we gotta it's gonna cut us off in ten minutes because I'm not paying for it. <laughs> You're hilarious. I love I'm half Jewish, you know. So. I love that you're both as negative as I am. I mean, really, I'm so people are like, How are you? I'm like, not good. Like, I'm very honest. I can't stand people right now that are like, it's I'm good. Things are really good. I don't like that period with people. You know, it's like you're lying. And why are you asking? Why do you care? <laughs> it's all shit. It's always been shit. Now I sound like Brandon. My life sucks. No. I'm Pretty not actually much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, Jessica, love- who'd you vote for? Oh, God. Who do you think? Trump, obviously. Yes, He's twice. A- <laughs> <laughs> you know who did vote for Trump is Brandon. Yes. I'm not surprised. You know what he calls himself? <laughs> this is the dumbest thing you'll ever hear. He says that he is a Trump voter, but not a Trump supporter. Brandon, no, explain I- yourself. No, I don't. That's the thing. I don't even put labels on myself. I just say I voted for Trump because of I didn't give a shit about either candidate. Had a dumpster fire on both sides. They didn't give me anybody to care about. So who are you voting for this time? Yeah, I was just going to say that. Uh, Either third party or not at all. See, that's when some I said that I get it and I'm not judging, but that is a vote that people say that is a vote for Trump. Um, Yeah, I agree. I think it is. Well, and my response to that is everybody knows the system's fucking needs to change. So if I continue to support the system the way it is by going with the lesser of two evils, by going Biden, then nothing with the system's going to change. And that's nobody wants to go out on a limb because they're afraid, well, you know, the other guy's going to win if, well, if the I don't vote. Well, system's not going to change now. That's for shit sure. I mean, we have to slowly ease our way in. There's a lot of... Uh, destruction not i'm not saying i'm saying on both sides there's just it's a mess right now so someone needs to get in there and just clean it up a little until either republican or democrat wins again in four years i don't know what to say it's like there's yeah and and nothing ever changes that's we always end up in the spot every four years we vote for the lesser of two evils 
And then we're going to work on the fixing the system and then it doesn't change. And then we get back to election time in four years and we're still in the same spot again. So it, we either just need to completely revamp the entire political system or, you know, burn down, uh, burn down the white house again, I guess. Hey, the Canadians did that back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Just have more of us come in running for office. You know who would have fixed it all? Bernie Sanders. I'm just saying. I know. I'm clinging to the past at this point, but Bernie yeah. would have fixed it all. I know. It's hard because I get it. I really do. Like, I I understand why people wanted him to win, wanted him to be the candidate. The problem is he's, I mean, he's not. So it is what it is now. Right. Um, Sleepy Joe. And and it's, it's wild. I'm not a big fan of him either, but it is yeah. at this point, the lesser of two evils and it's significantly less. Brandon it's thinks it's the same shit, different pile. It's where well, these people will, will, will chime in about how Joe Biden's a creep and he sniffs people's hair. And, and it's like, okay, so if you're saying that, if you're going to politicize uh, creepy behavior and leave out the 25, 26 very real, incredible accusations against Trump, you're politicizing sexual violence. And there was that one. Well, that uh, is an issue. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but someone did post on, my wife was saying a friend of hers posted that Biden is a creep. He's, you know, supposedly raped a woman. I'm like, have you seen how many women have accused Trump of assault and rape? Right. I mean, his ex-wife in, in court. Right, it's she like, got paid to keep her mouth shut. So that way right. everybody just sort of, and that, that's Trump's defense for everything, whether it's Mary Trump, his, uh, his niece. He's like, well, she signed an NDA. She's not allowed to tell shit, talk shit about me because she signed a contract. And it's like, well, right. that's your defense. And same with Stormy Daniels. She signed an NDA saying she can't talk about me leaving my nursing wife behind while I go and bang some porn stars with my mushroom dick. It, like, Where is she? I have not heard one thing about her. She, well, you know, she, she dabbled in stand-up comedy. I know. It makes me want to kill myself. I well, can't. It's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. fine. It's fine. It's totally she pursue fine. it. She just did it, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, how do you feel about celebrities doing the whole stand-up thing? Isn't that a little fucking weird? Yeah, it's like I feel like if they do it, they should. It should be a bringer. Like, like I feel like they have to deal with something, some shit. Like they just get to walk in and go on stage. Okay, and and that's so. I'll, I'll drop his name. I don't know this guy, but Brendan Schaub. Comedian, Showtime special, host of Fight. I don't know him either at all. Yeah, people, but I I know a little bit about the situation where people give him shit. Yeah, for quote unquote jumping the line, because you know he was an NFL player turned UFC fighter, turned podcaster, turned comedian, and he's been doing stand for three years. I didn't know he's that. A regular at the at the comedy store, mm -hmm. and he's got a Showtime special after three years, and people are pissed off about that. And here's. I, I don't understand the hate for it because he does bring his own audience. He's got a lot of, he's got a huge yeah. following, a huge fan base that are introduced to stand up comedy because of him. And that's only going to help comedy. So I agree with him, you. It's just I pure jealousy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. A comedy I, boom. If, like let's let her, yeah. let's let her explode. You know, I agree with that. I, I, I just think it. sometimes there's like these, uh, actors that, stopped working a lot and they're like oh, i'm gonna do stand-up and then they go up and they have they're, in, they're entitled there's no humility like that's the kind of shit that makes me crazy if you have humility i'll i'll i'm fine with it right but yeah if you go up and you're like yeah i'm a comic now it's like no no you're take it down a notch right yeah yeah it's a it, it, there there are two sides to it for sure and 
I'm, I'm just saying if, if you're going to dedicate yourself to it and really throw yourself into it the way that Brandon <laughs> Schaub does, uh, all the respect. Because yep. he, and he is putting it he, – he does a good enough job. Um, he brings people out. He's enthusiastic about it, and he's trying. He's out there every single I'm night fine. doing it. I'm yeah. fine with that too. So yeah. yeah, he jumped the line a little bit. Someone accused me of jumping the line, which is hilarious because I'm like, where, where do you think I am now? Like what, what? <laughs> and, and so all I did was I, I sent a picture of eight of me eight years ago in a fucking hotel room in the middle of like Saskatchewan, Canada in the, in February, it's the dead of winter piled in the hotel bed with five other comics sleeping. And it's like, that's, that's what I was doing seven years ago to mm-hmm. get better at comic uh, at comedy. And I would go and perform on any stage anywhere I could. So I did that for years and years and years. And as far as jumping the line, go, like, no, I have gotten shows based on social media. Well, following, this is business. Right. Like, I mean, I never was like that. I taught Amy Schumer, you know, I used to, she used to do private sessions with me when she first started. I mean, who gives a fuck? Like it's business. Some people. I'd like to take lessons from you. I would totally work with you. Nice. I'm very, I'm very, very, very good teacher. It's been something I've been holding back doing during this quarantine. I've had a lot of people say, can I please do it with you again? And I really should. Um, it's hard for me to teach someone who, when I don't like totally um, dig their humor. We got less than a minute left. Oh, shit. Jessica, we'll, we'll continue this. But yes. for now, Anytime. Um, where do we find you online? So I am on uh, Instagram at Jesse Curson, and I have a podcast called Relatively Sane, which I would love you to do. And um, and I'm on Twitter, and I'm all over, all over. You just Google my name. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. You provided a lot of insight, and we're very hilarious. It's good to have someone funny instead of Brandon. <laughs> Thank Brandon, you, Jesse. I, I, pre- you. I appreciate you being here. Oh. I love yeah, your... No, this- pseudo gay relation it's really it's, it's not fun. pseudo uh, well do you do you give us an honorary medal here yes i like <laughs> that you're open to it but it's not happening it's <laughs> fine we are the valley boys thanks for listening good night thank you very much bye up, brandon